Always Asia Podcast. The Always Asia Podcast. The Always Asia Podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Always Asia Podcast. I am your host, Asia. How's everybody doing? I hope everyone has had a great week so far. First time listeners, how you doing? How you doing, girl? Returning listeners, how you doing? I have had a great week so far. It's been a very hustle and bustle like every motherfucking week. You know, when you're poor, you have to work. And I've been thinking about this for so long literally I wake up and go to sleep thinking about how the rich has literally profited off of people being mentally ill and overworking their body but we could talk about this a whole nother day but I'm pissed just know I'm pissed and there's a special place in hell for you motherfuckers moving on so my job is has been open they've extended their hours to 1 a.m so there are about two three days out of the week that i'll be working till 1 a.m and girl because i like to still get up early and still you know have my day before i have to go back into work but it seems as though it's just the days are coming together and just i don't know if it's tuesday i don't know if it's wednesday i don't know if it's friday all I know is that, um, you know, I'm just living. I'm just living it up. And it's hard working a nine to five and trying to push something outside of that nine to five. It is hard work. Anyone who tells you it's easy, it is not. Woo! Oh my gosh. But the thing is that I enjoy connecting with people. I enjoy interviewing. I enjoy talking. I enjoy doing all that. So who am I really to complain? But I'm ready to just for things to, you know, come come together because your girl is exhausted and yeah. Anyways. So I wanted to talk about this show called Fake Famous on HBO. It was recommended to me by a podcast I listened to called The Friend Zone. So if you guys don't listen to The Friend Zone, you really have to. Specifically this episode because um, it's going to give you a lot of insight after you're, you're finished watching um, uh, this documentary. So what they do is they interviewed, I don't know how many people, some people were hula hooping, saying they were actors and models, singers, and stuff like that. They interviewed a group of people, they picked three, uh, and basically turned them fake famous, or attempted to turn them fake famous. It didn't work on two of them because they were kind of like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, this is wild. 
one of them just pretty much wanted to do it because he was like everybody wants to be famous and I guess I should want to be famous so I guess I'm gonna try this another guy was a fashion designer from Tucson Arizona woo woo and um he was just like you know wanting to push his career and push his dreams and stuff like that another girl was an actress from california that wasn't really getting callbacks or auditions in general so they bought these group of people these three people um followers and it was pretty much they had to like keep this like lifestyle up and um homegirl was like posing and and houses that of course weren't hers homeboy was like pretending to go to the gym another guy was pretending to be outdoors and and chopping down trees and shit and i guess the whole idea was to make them look a certain way so then eventually um real people or would be attracted to their page and their, just their life in general and it worked homegirl was getting brand deals up the ass it's just so crazy how the idea of a person keyword idea of a person allowed her to um open doors in the field that she had been working hard to get in so it wasn't that she didn't have the talent I don't know if she was a good actress or not that's not really the point it's the fact that did her talent really increase because she had an increase in followers no no but that's what they were looking for and she said she was treated better when she went into these auditions that they had never treated her like this before and it's just wild. It is a wild, wild, wild industry. So the thing is about buying fake followers is that you have to buy fake likes too and fake comments too because mm -mm, you have to have the engagement because what Instagram does is it sees that mm, this is not matching up. These, bot these are bots and takes it away from you. And because it's not like, and, and the thing is, is that it's not like a one-time purchase. You have to continuously purchase these things. So it gets pricey. And um, what I also learned was the fact that these social media platforms aren't really mm, sticklers about bots. Because how they're able to get people to invest within the company is by showing them how many users they have. And I guess the bots, especially good bots, they're counting, baby, they're counting. So they're not really doing too much to stop the bots, which is kind of funny. I remember about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, people were getting exposed for having bots. I remember Instagram did a clean swipe and niggas was losing followers. Well, not really real followers, but you know what I mean. They were up the ass. Like, it was just crazy. And so 
I have a homeboy. He has fake followers. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's fine that we talk about him today. And let's look. Okay, I'm going to look how many followers he has. And oh, shit. Oh, no. He might have gotten deleted. No, he didn't. Okay. Wow. It went down. Oh, shit. So he must have gotten it taken away. Yeah, because he had like 20K. Now he's at 3,000. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. So what he does is he turns off his comments so it looks like you're just not allowed to comment so that his page doesn't look like he has bought like likes and followers and stuff like that. And I do want to talk to him. I really do want to talk to him. And not because like, oh my God, like, why are you doing this? Why are you buying bots? Like, blah, blah. I really want to talk to him because it's like, you're not doing anything. Like, you're not doing anything. Like, he doesn't have like a business he's trying to promote. He doesn't, it's not like he's trying to take like... It's not like he's doing anything. Like I said, he's literally posing and that's it in every picture. And it doesn't upload that much. It's just, it's just, I don't know. And I want to talk to him because it's like we get caught in this. It's so bad. It is so awful, guys. (laughs) And it's because like. We care about how other people think about us so much that we'll spend the money to just buy things that and and accounts that don't even exist. We're getting attention that doesn't even exist. Like it doesn't exist. There are people who are making tons and tons and tons of bots professionally and selling them and you're buying it and it's just it's not like you're really connecting with real people so the goal isn't to connect with more people the goal is just to look a certain way for other people and like in his instance it's like it's for nothing it's literally for nothing like you're not even like like I said like he doesn't even have like a business he's trying to promote or anything so like I don't know like I don't know it's weird it's 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 an ugly 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 world. Ugh. Gosh. Mm-mm. And the thing is, is that what I would suggest for you guys to do after you watch this documentary, especially if you guys are sub, are, are people who are influencers, bloggers, whatever, I suggest you guys uh, listen to the friend zone after you watch this documentary because the documentary is going to put a bad taste in your mouth when it comes to social media. I literally, after I was done watching this, I was like, dude, I'm fucking done with this. I'm done with social media. I'm deleting all my accounts. This is ugly. This is not good. I do not want to be a part of this fake ass shit, this fake ass world. I'm done. I'm so over this shit. Then I listened to the friend. I finished the episode of the friend zone. Then I was like, okay, 
because one of the hosts, Fran, she talks about how like, yeah, like there are fake ass people and fake ass influencers on social media, but what they didn't do was show the other side of influence um, and social media where like people are actually using their platform to help their community, using their platform to bring positivity and and not all that fake shit and, and the and the fake life that you're living there are people who are doing that and I like I'm I happen to be one of those people like I don't do all the ain't no fake shit over here is <laughs> it, it it's a dub like no Mm-mm. no because the thing is you literally are selling your soul <laughs> you are selling your fucking soul I you were selling your soul to this like idea of what life is supposed to look like and it just isn't that and then so the girl who was trying to be an actress so acting was working out she got a couple of gigs and stuff like that but then the coronavirus happened and the riots happened and she really got to see how influencers really be acting because she was trying to follow along with whatever the other influencers were doing and shit and she was she was like do they not know that the world is crashing down and you're just like (laughs) by the pool in a bikini tink tink she was like what is going on she was so confused as to why these influencers were still acting like mm, the world isn't falling apart. That's okay. And I guess the thing is that their accounts are for an ex- escape, right? People are trying to escape their reality when they are on an influencer's page who posts about the glam life, you know, the private jets, the big houses, the nice purses, the nice shoes, the nice outfits the the great hairstyles great gowns great gowns (laughs) so I understand that um and they serve a purpose within that but my god like no heart no soul it's called let me get these likes real fast so Guys, like I said, I recommend you guys to watch this documentary. The shit is going to fucking blow your mind. And um, let me know how it makes you feel. Let me know if you were tempted to delete all your social media accounts like me or if I'm just dramatic. Message me on Instagram at alwaysasia with two A's at the end. And let me know what the hell y'all feel. Yeah. So moving on once again, we have a special guest today. Hey, a special guest today. Hey, hey, hey. Boom, 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 boom. We've got lifestyle blogger Sylvia Next Door coming up. It was a great conversation. I am so excited for you guys to listen to our conversation amazing woman i cannot wait to see where she takes her blog i'm just so excited for her career so guys enjoy the conversation we'll be right back 
welcome Sylvia from Sylvia's Next Door to the podcast, the Always Asia podcast, say. <laughs> yes. It's Sylvia's Next Door, it's Sylvia Next Door. I'm yeah. No, no, no. You're fine. Either or. It's like people pronouncing my last name but adding an S to it. It's Richard, but people Richard. are like, Richard. No. It's no, Richard. Just, Richard. Just, just give me Richard. Just give me Richard. I love that name. I was just telling my girlfriend that today. I was like, yeah. she was so brilliant with that. But it just goes together. Aww. Why? What about that? What did you get? Like, what did you get? Um, how did you get that name? Sylvia Next Door. So Sylvia Next Door is now a 21-year-old, an, an elder of three sisters, okay? I have three little sisters, all fire signs, grew up in a household of a single mother, and I literally was always the go-to. Everyone's like, Sylvia, like my mom, just like everyone depending on me to the point where I felt like I was some people therapists as well mm-hmm. and I would shut myself down and just take in whatever you got going on yes. so that's Sylvia next door but I've learned going into school and getting my degree and utilizing it and all turning like transitioning it and being more in- intuitive and noticing different things that Sylvia next door needs to literally how do I say this balance shit out yeah like literally balance shit out. Like it's at the end day, your feelings do matter. You're worthy, but yeah. they're, you know, some of these people that are close and important to you, they're worthy as well. And literally you just have to set boundaries. That's the Correct. word. So is it like that whole, you know, when you need an egg, you go to your next door neighbor. And ask That's literally it is because I can be your sister. I can be your friend. I can be your girlfriend. Like, what's up? Tell me. <laughs> what do you need? How do you find that balance, though? How do you find that balance of being a good friend and being Mm -hmm. a good person to yourself? I've just learned to just not, like, more, how do I say, articulate my words, because I never grew up expressing how I truly feel. But sometimes I just, it just comes out. I say what it's, like, how it is. And if I just feel like I need to shut the fuck up at the moment, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Like, I I don't feel like I need to. It just depends overall mm-hmm. on my vibe yeah because I feel like I'm not entitled to anyway. as as mean as it sounds it's just like with my upbringing I'm just like I, I think I'm gonna be a little selfish yeah. that's what like Sylvia next door is but at the same time I still empathize and feel for people yeah and you said growing up you weren't really given that opportunity no. yeah I grew up in a yeah I grew up in an African household my mom is Sudanese okay. but she never taught me. She, it's always tough love. Like, girl, tighten up. Let's go. Next thing. Like, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. So that's when, how she was. What happened? And when was that moment where you're like, okay, well, I got to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. When, um, when? This was actually two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I was still, still about to graduate. And I noticed, I'm like, you know what? Like, what you're doing... <laughs> It's kind of manipulating because I'm literally like suppressing everything how I feel, not expressing how I feel. And I got fed up and it would consume me to the point where it was just like it would bring out an ugly side of me of just being rude. And I'm like, I don't want to disrespect you, but you've gotten me to that point. And honestly, it was a a con on your end because you should have taught me communication. 
that's that's what I graduated with uh, literally a communications major and it helped so fucking much yeah, like sure. it, it tested my waters but it helped so much in the long run I swear and communications. I wanted to point out the fact that you said you were being mean I always thought I was a mean person too but it was the fact that I was fed up it wasn't mean and sometimes it's mean to the it's it's being fed up with the wrong person because mm. like it literally mm-hmm. could have been the wrong person you know what I mean but it was fed up with being because I'm the eldest of five right and mm. for a portion of my life my mom raised us by her, by herself and there was a lot of times that I needed to be the backbone for my mother or right and then I felt like a lot of times like I didn't have anyone to be the backbone for me because we all have that leap moment or those times where we just need someone to just Mm -hmm. back up and um yeah like I always thought I was just a bitch but now that you say that (laughs) like yeah it could have just been I was done (laughs) we're done I'm like, moms, you're just, sometimes you just got to have my back. Like, I want a, li- a little, I love you. You know what I mean? Not just some tough love. And I think that was the, that was the friction there. And it's still a work in progress. At the end of the day, it's like, you're never going to go away from my life. Like, you birthed me. So yeah. I learned these, these type of traits. And at the, where it comes culturism. Like, growing up versus seeing Western and then this African household it was such an interesting dynamic where my mom wanted to, how do I say, project that onto me. And I'm like, I came here. I was, yes, I was born in Africa, but I only came here when I was an itty bitty baby, literally five I months know, old. I know. I, I, I was, you can't expect that. Yes, I read the yeah, I came I here when I was a baby. So like, you can't expect to just like project that onto me. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this. But exactly. So you being a blogger, don't you think that your mother giving you that tough love is going to help a lot when it comes to critics or people having something to say about how you Mm -hmm. express yourself? Because this is public. Right. Mm -hmm. No, it does. No, I, I certainly agree. I just feel like I feel like a toxic trait of mine is just like cutting people so quick, like because I'm so fed up. Like you do something and I'm like, I don't like that. I'm done. <laughs> and you, and I'm ignoring you. I'm not talking to like, you're, you're literally done. Like I'm nonchalant and it just brings out some just like egotistic person, but I'm literally not that type of person. It's just like, like we're talking about, um, we're just fed up. So with critics or whatnot from everyone, I am very open-minded and I accept feedback and, and comments and literally like, from everybody I have to oh. transition it because how am I gonna grow girl I don't know how to do that I don't know like I feel like you know what you're talking about I know what I'm talking, talking about yeah. yeah like I, yeah how do you do that how do you accept feedback for what you created because I know you put hours in your shit you probably think about yeah. your shit when you're at work you're like mm-hmm. okay this is what I'm gonna write about girl you put all this effort and then someone gives you the feedback saying well, Sylvia, I feel like you could tweak when you said this. Like, how do you accept that? Like, the thing is, I think just because now I'm still starting up in this, yeah, I don't get as much feedback. It's more so like feed. Honestly, most of them positive feedbacks. Like, hey, you're doing good. Like, I hope you're doing well. And people 
you know, just like thanking me or whatnot, re- relating in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I just say with my blog, it's literally my personal journal because I've always loved writing. Like I just say what I say and everyone's just like, oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm weird. I'm a hopeless romantic. Like I will say what it is. I don't care. I'm, I learned recently to just go on my own pace, you know, take a whole half year break. Because for what, who's checking for me <laughs> on my, because it's going to affect me at the end day, right? Who else is it going to affect? So we were just before this, before yeah. we started recording, uh, we were talking about burnout mm-hmm. and taking a break. Mm-hmm. When do you know that it's that moment where you're like, all right, we got to cut it out, log out, or, <laughs> you know, let's, let's delete. When do you know, like, what about your body tells you those things? It's, it, it shows physically, like on, I have acne prone skin. Okay. And it will show so bad or like dark eye circles or just like my attitude. Like I could feel like me just being a little snappy to others. Where I'm just like, okay, girl, you need to reset, relapse, go figure it out. And then I always apologize. If I feel like I felt like I attacked you or what what I said came out from me, I will apologize. And I I will acknowledge it. And that's what I feel like some people lack is taking accountability and acknowledging shit. Mm. So if you don't take account, I feel like those who don't take accountability or, or acknowledge shit are the most stressed out motherfuckers. Yeah, for sure. I just feel I'm like you're stressed because sure. you're not just expressing and truly like put your pride aside and get you know apologize. Yeah. yeah, get your shit together per se. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, that's that's how I deal with it. Yeah, because I always feel like those type of people live such a great life because I'm like <laughs> you are not self aware of anything, so you're just going throughout your life like dee, 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 you're delusional. You're delusional, but like delusional people uh, tend to live like, I'm like, I kind of want to live they like do. you and not know any no, of my wrongs. Like, cause I'm always looking in the mirror and be like, Hey Asia, how can you be a better friend, be a better sister, be a better daughter? Be, like, what, what can you do? And it seems like people who don't do that, just be like, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> but the thing is you got to sit there and realize like, I, I altered my mindset into like, what purpose does this thing serve in my life? Because if it doesn't, it's bye. Like you're not, you're, or you're the last of my priorities. Mm. <laughs> like dead ass. Like it's either your last or you're done. Like that's how I feel. If it's not serving no purpose, I think what it is, is just like me experiencing so many friendships and a, re- a first-time relationship I'm like you 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 got me fed up and you're not serving no purpose and I'm realizing it you're the bare minimum I'm um, I'm sick but you just gotta alter your your I think what it is people don't alter their mind into being so open and I'm like I never knew how many people are not open-minded it's crazy mm-hmm. I'm like you're really not open-minded mm-hmm. no yeah for sure Mm-hmm. Just the other day, I was talking about the concept of upgrading a person. Mm. Do you believe in that? Do you believe being around people who, and, and exclusively only being around people who can upgrade you? 
or take you to the next level in whatever that is, not just money, but just mindset, you know, physically, whatever. I think I found my crowd that finally served purpose in my life where they transition and just put my mind into perspective. Sometimes at the end of the day, I feel like I know it all, but they're like, but look at this, Sylvia. Yeah. And I'm not the type to be delusional. I take accountability. I'm like, huh, okay. And then alter and, and utilize it into my life. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. I don't know. Everyone's different at the end of the day, but this is 2021 so far. <laughs> yeah. And I think that like I had a video about this, I think a couple weeks ago, just about because yeah. 2020 we got to see kind of like a situation to where we had to really rely on the relationships we built. Mm -hmm. Right. So if all of our relationships that, that we built were based off of just things that don't matter, like let's just say going to the club, which it's fine. It's fine to have Mm -hmm. your club friends, it's fine to have your um, homebody friends. That's perfectly fine. But when you've only surrounded yourself with those club friends or the friends that get you likes during a pandemic, how smart, you know what I mean? Like how you write that. So I think in 2021, it's cool. And it's, I think it's important for us to like find friendships and relationships that serve these purposes. You know what I mean? That's very true. I feel like we're grown, like, and people still in their in their twenties they're struggling, but literally find those who who serve purpose in their in your life because people do have long relationships from shit high school, right? And they feel like they just have to hang on to that person because of the time. Because of the time, I'm like, but they're not serving purpose. You just gotta let it go. <sighs> it's so hard, though. It's so fucking it's hard. hard. No, I get it. <laughs> it's hard getting away from what you're used to. It is extremely yeah. hard. So how do you feel being quote unquote back? Because it's weird to think about like, just because your online presence is gone, yeah. like, your whole presence is gone. Yeah. It's no, like you're your whole existence. No, literally, um, it feels more refreshed. I feel like now I have more creative juices flowing. I'm in a space environment that's clean. I can like, literally, I feel like my brain has a breather. I can literally think in my own place and utilize that. I'm like, okay, so this is how she's going to grow with this. And this is how she's going to evolve with this. Therefore, I'm good. Like now I, I can just woosah possibly, you know, substituting or removing some things within my life that was just, that caused the burnt out. Okay. And focus mostly, you know, on the blog because that's literally what something I I really want to do. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what do what are you doing to not cause that burnout to happen? And let me just tell you right now before you yeah. leave there, I'm using you. Okay. I'm using you. <laughs> you Whatever. Do your thing. <laughs> I'm using you because I'm just like even like I love your work I just 
I want to have a connection with other creators because I think we could all learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And when I'm just sitting here like, okay, I'm burnt out. What do I do from this? How do I come back? How do I prevent from not being burnt out again? So what are you, what are things that you've come up with to prevent those burnouts? Or have Honestly, you- it's just do personal research, network. Honestly, what the way that we utilize the internet versus how we see our friends utilize it, right? I I utilize ever since I started this whole shebang, I utilize it with a purpose. I'm like, okay, all my this you're getting unfollowed. I don't want to see you looking pretty all the fucking time. Let me see what's going on. Like, I want to see a black girl creative. I want to see a seminar, virtual, se- like just different things like that that I will lay, literally like, okay. I'm doing, I'm doing good and I, I'm okay. And I know what to do. That's how I feel. Like I've utilized my Instagram in a sense. That's crazy. To even ask that. What the fuck? That just made me woke. I literally use my Instagram for my own game. Inspiration. And inspired. Yeah. Especially in Arizona. There's not many of us. Your purpose is to what network you literally, you sit there and you're burnt out, but it's to network. You just got to get out there and talk. Yeah. But I feel like you're just you're just over the matter of being in the crowd of that's not your crowd of, of basically like you were saying with no purpose. I think I but was there's walking. none there's yeah. none in Arizona like there's no creative. I hate to say that, that. I'm <laughs> so so I want y'all to come out all my little creatives. I want you to come out like we I want to utilize them into my fucking work. I need them to talk. Get to fucking talking. Your sister's doing it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like, because I'm born and raised here. And Mm -hmm. my mother was born and raised here. My grandmother, Mm -hmm. I think, was raised here. I just found Mm -hmm. out that my, like, great, 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 or whatever, how many greats, uh, escaped slavery to get here. So there's a really, my family has made a mark on Arizona. So when I found that out, I'm like, okay, so there's something I have to do here. There's something I have to do. So I agree with you completely because I feel like I'm like, where are you guys at? And I'm talking about black woman creatives. Like, I'm that's all what about I'm black. saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, am I missing something? Like, are we not there or they're there and they're just, what is it? Is it because they don't have the right resources? No, that's not true. Can I be honest with you, girl? I think what? it's because we don't reach out to each other as often as we should. Because why is this the first time that you and I have connected? If you think about it. That's true. That's very true. You've had a blog for Mad Long. I've had a podcast. Why didn't I reach out? Right. Same with the same with me. But it's just one of those things that like, like you were saying, like, motherfuckers is busy. You said you, you're working two jobs. You got the blog. You got I'm, mm-hmm. tons of things. Your own right. personal. And I got work. I got things to do. But sometimes I think it's, it's important, like we're doing right now, to just sometimes walk and smell the roses. And be like, hey, just girl, a little what, bit. what you doing, girl? Like, <laughs> how can I help bit. you? Because I've seen a lot of communities in Arizona come together and really create something out of themselves. Like the Mexican Mexican community, and I know that this used to be y'all land, so I ain't gonna get it twisted. But right. they really, they really made a mark. Y'all, we like. I'm talking stores. I'm talking everything. Everything. 
you know, and I think black people were very, were very important to this community. And um, sometimes we don't use it. And maybe I just don't know y'all, but where are you at? Like you said. Do you think it's pride? Um, yeah, I think it's pride. Okay. Not specifically with me. I'm not very yeah, much yeah, yeah. a pride, prideful person when it comes to black people. Like I love my people so much. But I think it is with a lot of people. I think some people have seen me specifically and think, keyword think, because <laughs> think that I have it more figured out than I really do. So they're like, okay, well, I don't want her to really like show me out. So I'm a just- Intimidation. Yeah. It screams, into- they're intimidated. I'm and like, girl, like- I have shit. <laughs> <laughs> me and you both, because baby. I'm just trying to figure out just as much as you are, because only if you knew what's going on. Like, only if you knew. I always tell people, like, I wish you would just see, like, you know, but you can't. And I reply to DMs. I reply to everything. I reply to literally everything. So, like, I'm just like, what about me makes you think that I would, would do that? But I'm all about working. Have you found mm-hmm. that a lot of people are just a lot of this when it comes to content yes. creating? People, they do. Um, and I think people just like the idea of it. No one, I'm sorry, no shit. Because it's true, but it's, sorry, I had to do a quick spin. It's the idea of it. Like, you literally are not, like, go for it. I don't want to hear it. Like, like I said, I will just let my work show. For, I've gone to just shut the fuck up and just let it show for itself. What are you doing? I'm, exactly. I think that's what it is. People do. And the, the idea of content creating, I, everything now is content creating. I don't even know. Yeah. You can define it. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's cause I started a podcast with one of my friends and yeah. it's like, it's not going to take off really quickly. But, like, I feel like people are kind of like, well, when is it going to take off? That shouldn't be your mindset. That part. Let's create. Let's create this. And, of course, it didn't go through. And I'm sitting here by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it didn't go through. But it was one of those things that's like a lot of people aren't patient as well. Yep. You know what I mean? It's too, expect- it's too many expectations. Too many. Too many. As opposed to, like, to-dos. And the thing, yeah, and the thing is, is that you don't know how many artists that you love. I'm talking rappers, singers, in any type of content, are broke. Dead ass. Are broke, or aren't making money with what they're creating, or what what with what you're enjoying, and you don't know that. And girl, that just goes into what we were talking about about people saying, yeah. asking if we make money from what we're doing. It's like, girl. <laughs> It's stressful. It's literally the part of the to dos that they they expect it, and I'm like, well, damn. Like, can I just like, can you read it first, okay. as opposed to expecting this much? Because I'm barely starting out. Barely. People don't do it until how many years in? Yes. Not even like they don't kick off their first year. Of I know they love. Yeah, that said that they've been acting or making music for like five, six, ten years. Like, so why do you expect that of me, a local? <laughs> Relax. I'm Take it out. easy. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. So, what do you think has kept you? Yeah. So, what do you think has kept you back from maybe reaching out to a creative if you've 
even oh, the thing is it's like as harsh as it sounds it's like literally all the creatives are just like reaching out to me which is making me happy because cool. i never knew i never knew it stresses me out because i never knew i had the imagination of like i'm not gonna live in arizona and i'm gonna live out in different state and i'm gonna network because my influencer these you know what i mean as opposed to like girls sit your ass down you don't have money reach out to these creatives and figure out you know how you can like you said make your community evolve within arizona don't like i don't want to downplay my damn state like i was raised here right so yeah. therefore I, I i feel like i should serve a purpose in, in our community yeah and that's what we're doing now exactly serving a purpose and the thing is, is that also I'm like, okay, if I'm not really, really popping in Arizona, what makes me right. think that, like, I'm going to mm. stick out in other states? And I hate to really, like, state say that, but, like, that's how I I'm feel. I'm sorry. We lack support in Arizona. Like, everyone <laughs> lacks. Yeah, I feel like no one's just, like, as supportive as you think they are. And I feel like everyone's intentions are just, I, I don't know. Because we want to be L.A. so bad. We want to be L.A. so bad. So, so damn bad. Or California in general. We want to be them so bad that we just literally look past the people that are really doing some shit. I know some amazing rappers, amazing singers, amazing podcasts, um, bloggers like yourself. Mm -hmm. And, but then I see you posting, girl, I know. That's what I'm talking about. That's what it is. It's like Arizona tries to live through with the medias and keep up and all these trends. I'm like, can you just like, just what about here? be you? Yeah. Exactly. Like right now. That's literally what it is. I see dope ass people. <laughs> it's so funny because I remember this tweet from a little while ago and mm-hmm. he was like, y'all ain't wished your homegirl happy birthday, but you wished uh, Jada Wada happy birthday. <laughs> But it's dead ass true. That's true. It's true. It is so true. I know. And you know what, family? I love you guys. You know, I love you, but you know, I'm going to keep it real. Um, I have family that I'm like, y'all, like you've said, you've promoted Saweetie's. That she didn't need your promotion. You've pr- promoted <laughs> her song. You promoted Jada Wayla's cover or anything like that. And I just, I just said I had a new podcast like episode out. And, and then just, there's me. <laughs> and then there's me. Literally, I'm like, you put me in this rut, okay? <laughs> no, literally, our, our family, I don't want to say our families play a big role in it, but it's just like, can you show me a little love, a little bit more? Please. Michael Jackson don't want to know, like, okay, Princess Dan don't want to know why you're praising. No, they don't know that you exist, per, to be fake and frank. Please. Like, we're successful. Like, look, look at us. Yeah. And we're barely on our peak. Yeah. But you know what's crazy, though? You know what's crazy? When you become so fucking successful, just watch. That's the part. It's so hard to face. It's like, where were you at, though? I'm the type (laughs) of person, I don't know about you, but I'm the type of person, I'm a very loyal person. I'm very loyal, and I think of myself as, like, I measure how good of a person I am with how loyal I am, right? right? So I do think of, like, Okay, well, like, I have a friend, well, I have two friends that were supposedly, supposedly my best friends in this whole entire world. Mm -hmm. And girl, ain't like the picture, ain't listen to a podcast, Mm 
That's that shit. Ain't like the uh, YouTube video. And bitch, I ain't saying you gotta like, you really gotta <laughs> fuck with it. I ain't saying that, but give me some love. And for a minute, a little bit, yeah. Exactly. And for a minute, I thought I was bugging. I was like, maybe I'm just like that super needy friend. Jealousy. You think so? And disguise. I think so. I think it's jealousy. I think it's just like, it shows when they truly say, like, start a business or do something that you passionately like and see how these motherfuckers are moving around you. It, 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 that really screams. I've become more aligned with my intuition, per se, that I'm like, hmm. And I hate to be that type of person. Because at the end day, I want the people around me to eat. But, like, I'm not going to waste all my eatingness on you. Because yeah. you're, not, you're not doing it yeah. for me. Exactly. Exactly. I, I 100%. That is so fucked up of your friends. <laughs> that is so messed up. Like, that really got me hot. Because, like, why? I, like, every day. I literally think about it every day. And, girl, I ain't going to get on here and cry because you know, well, I don't know if you know, but I'm It hurts. It hurts my feelings. So have it you does. ever, do you, have you ever had a friend that was, like, kind of, like, overlooked your work or things that you're passionate about or anything that you're passionate about? Mm, the thing is, like, I don't let much people in my group. I think more so when I got my apartment is when I peaked a lot of things that I'm like, okay, hmm, Why that's how that? you move. Like how, how, like what about? Just more so like doubting because I had this goal and I would vent around these people like I'm excited, I'm going to get my apartment. And this is something like I would t- I've been talking about for years, okay? And the minute it happens, it's like, no not even a congratulations like it's just like a side eye keep it pushing I'm like okay but the thing is I should I don't let things like that get to me because I'm just like at the end day like I'm gonna elevate and you're you're back there like you're not gonna like cut off like you just don't talk to them anymore the thing is is just like a high and by like now you've gone to the acquaintance level oh yeah yeah you just you you yeah you just (laughs) <laughs> yeah, literally. You really did, honestly. Do you know what's funny that you say that? Because my therapist told me that that's the best way to go about things. So It doesn't let to get to you. Yeah, she was like, I understand that Black folks love cutting people off. She said Black people love bragging about cutting people off. And I was like, I was like, yeah, me too. And <laughs> I was like, bitch, I'll cut y'all. And, <laughs> no, literally. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, but the best way to go about it is just like you did, downgrading. We ain't gotta, like, you ain't gotta be like, peace. Like, cause the thing is you could, you could change one day. And I wanna give you at least a little bit of that space because you are like, I think I owe you that because we were friends. Right, right. But you gotta be downgraded. You can't be inside. You can't get in my skin. You can't get real close now. You gotta be out now. Damn, you did that. You really did because there's some people that I've known in my in my life where they're very close friends with one of my friends, right? Okay. And I've grown into, you know, we all become a little group, little cool group friends, group of friends. And they do some shady shit. And I'm like, friend, like, why are you like tolerating that? Yeah. I cut them off before they cut them off. I don't like that for you, and I don't want that around you. 
or now you can deal with it or but personally not me I don't like that yeah I just can't it it, I will literally like have to verbally say something therefore remove my I have I used to have really bad anxiety and I do but I've got it more under control how did you do that there honestly it's just like I don't know. I honestly, to this day, it's something I'm trying to figure out because how the hell did I get it under control? I don't know. It would like, I would just like be all over the place, like popping quick and everyone's like, first of all, calm down. It's still work in progress. I have my sister tell me, my little ass sister tell me, you need to take a breather. But it's just, I've gotten more calm and I don't know what it is till this day. Damn. That's something I'm still trying to figure out. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm on the journey of trying to cure my own anxiety, too. Like, I, my hands are always sweating. Like, I'm always so Aww. nervous about just nothing. Just walking down the street, I'm nervous. Just about nothing. Like, I'm always so just like, what's going yeah. on? So that's interesting that you say that. And I do think that cutting, or I shouldn't say cutting, separating yourself or maybe distance, distancing yourself from people yeah. who are like that can help you because I, I don't know if you've ever done this. I've said that a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. If you've looked at people the way, looked at yourself the way other people have looked at you, look at you. Mm. If that makes any sense. It makes sense. I literally recently actually like, like my cousin and like now the friends that I'm more comfortable around. Yeah. They tell me a little bit more about me because I was never told about myself. Oh, interesting. That's the thing. Like, I've never, the thing is, I've never seen myself in that perspective of, like, how others see me. And I, I kind of want to work on that. That's something I'm going I'm to keep in. Uh, maybe not. I think you're self-aware. I think you're pretty self-aware. You and, so? and with people that, that you trust, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good to maybe, like, but I think it does get a little too far. I think I've gotten too okay. far, but you're right. You're 100% right. Like, it's, it's good to, like, be able to receive feedback from people you trust. Like you said, like, you're That's right. true. It's like, I've never received it. I want to I wanna know what's up. Like, uh, what is what it about me? <laughs> yeah. And, too nice all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just, for a long time, I had friends that didn't see anything in me you know and I was just kind of always like why can't they see me or see anything in me I'm literally about to start crying (laughs) I know I feel for you no I literally feel for you because that's how I felt in high school like I literally was like no one literally saw my purpose or understood or peeped anything me it was just like me okay yeah I'm always curious so now that I finally found these these group of people telling me a little bit about me and like acknowledging my feelings I think that's more important more so when you like you said distancing separating yourself from those who are draining energy (laughs) then that's just what it is you call girl (laughs) so how do you like it seems like you have so many like so much experience and stories or um things to give, advice to give, how do you separate um, 
being too personal on your blog because writing will get you to be saying some shit you didn't want to say. (laughs) No, it feels like, you know what's it's funny you say that because I've never had much experiences as crazy as this shit sounds like it's more so family childhood trauma to remember it's experience, but it's not like hardship. I don't know. I feel like I've never, I more say just obstacles and challenges just due to the fact that I've always like been independent. Like you'll never, like I will never ask my mom for money or like, I feel like that's more so my experiences that I've dealt with, dealt with like my first relationship. That wasn't shit. That was an experience that it wasn't shit. Mm -hmm. Um, knowing more so like recently I've noticed about myself or learned about myself. Now I'm getting all personal. (laughs) Um, Let's say, how do I say this? It may come off very, ugh, girl. I don't want to, I don't want to come off as promiscuous per se, but I don't don't like, I don't like just like it, it just having whatever within my body. I'm not that type of person. I've learned that about myself. Okay. That's good. That's Some fine. Girls may just be like, okay, like casual, no strings attached. I've learned about myself. I don't like that because I'm very emotionally attached. I will cry. If you're not get like, I just like, I go into La La Land fantasy. I'm a hopeless romantic. So I've learned that about myself. Like, nope, that's, that's something. No, you can't do that to yourself. Yes, correct. Cause it'll hurt. So I've never been through like, experiences that are just like I kind of want to but I'm just like (laughs) okay I feel the same way with you Uh, I mean about myself it's like Mm -hmm. I feel like um I haven't been through too much I haven't like fucked a lot of people like because a lot of people have like who I fucked stories yes like stripper stories or whole stories and girl I ain't got none that's what I'm saying. Stories. <laughs> or something. We're, we're all out, the outside source. Yeah, exactly. And you're, and just like you said, you're the person that people bet to. So you already, you almost, you almost experienced those things. <laughs> what's up and then what oh no yeah (laughs) yeah like you've experienced like it with them so Mm -hmm. yeah but like so when do you say like where do you draw the line to what you don't talk about openly on your your blog my blog it's my family like my family and my traumatic issue I just that I never because at the end day like I feel like I don't want to come off as bashing my family so therefore, I'm going to just keep that topic to myself. And if it consumes me, I got my cousin. And that's it. Like, I'm not going to vent it on the media. I just, I can't. Not, every, not everything needs to be shared. There are some things that I'm like, oh, I do want to share this just because I'm sure mm-hmm. other people have gone through this. Or maybe like I can get something from somebody else because I don't know what to do mm. with this. But my family be watching my YouTube channel. Girl. <laughs> oh, I love you, mom. I love you, mom. I love you so much. My- but you just got to be like. <laughs> yeah, like I 
can't say shit because like, I'm like, oh, I know my mom's like, girl, that's ain't, that ain't how it happened. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know what? Let me just keep it to myself. Maybe some more time may have to go by in your life. Maybe when you're like 40 something years old, you're like, okay. Like, you know. No, literally, when I did blogging, I felt like I was obligated to shapeel everything regarding my life. And I'm like, no, no. this is not it. Like, I, I got to set boundaries as well with my viewers or my readers that, therefore, there's no reason for me to, why do I got to say every, if a, a shoe felt, why do I got to say the shoe fucking felt? Exactly. Like, why do I have to, no one, it doesn't matter. It doesn't no. really matter. Because at the end of the day, we, I, I believe in, like, the evil eye. I don't know what you know. Like, I just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you do believe in that. I've actually heard this way too many times to not believe in that as well. <laughs> I believe, yeah, like, maybe y'all are on to something. Because, yeah, because I heard there are, like, people out there. Well, the thing is, is that, duh. We were mm-hmm. just talking about those people just a second ago. Like, they wish you the worst. It's crazy. And the fact that it's literally social media like can be your biggest enemy it's just at the end it's the way how you utilize it but still it's like your biggest enemy yeah for sure you never know I think that's what it is with my anxiety how I got it more intact is being more intuitive and becoming more aligned with my emotions because I was never I was all over this and that's when my sister comes and play like girl you need to calm down so now that I'm becoming more intuitive, more observant, I was never observant. People would be like, did you see that? I'm like, what? Ooh. What are you talking about? And what you were consuming too, because you were talking about, I think before we even were, were recording, that mm-hmm. you follow a lot of people who most likely are like, are, are the same. Yeah, ex- exactly. As inspiration. And yeah, because like before, I was just following any old body. Girl, sometimes I'd be giving yeah, people my I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Where'd you come from? You and, have no business being here. Yeah, yeah. What, what's going on? You know what I mean? And then like, mm-hmm. I got to the place where I'm just like, you know what? Like, I don't need to be, I don't need you to be here. I really don't. And that sounds fucked up, but you don't need me to be here either. Like, it goes both And you're ways. wasting my space. Yeah, really and, I may, and I may be wasting your space, too, because if seeing my post or seeing anything that I got going on may make you feel some type of way, I think you should mm-hmm. unfollow me, too. Like, it's not just both ways. I've done that. It's crazy you say that, because I've done that. I was just like, those who done some fucked up shit towards close friends of mine, I'm like, okay, I don't need to follow you. I, I already know what you do. I'm done. I don't need to see you, because if I see you, I'm going to be irritated. So therefore, I'm gonna just remove you. Yeah, and I got out of my. Yeah, <laughs> I've got anxiety to take care of. Baby. I don't. Yeah. Need- <laughs> no, literally, because they're draining area of draining energy. They play a part of my anxiety. Yeah. So yeah. Therefore, I don't need to. See, yeah. You gotta be selfish a little bit. <laughs> you do, and I feel like as black women, we mm-hmm. aren't. We really aren't. We're we're raised to pretty much be able to have to take care of everything. And that's just not my purpose. It's not. And it may be someone else's and they may enjoy it, but it's just not mine. And uh, I told this story on my, the last episode of my podcast about my, my bosses. They were going through like my annual like performance like sheet or whatever. And 
mm-hmm. the way they were rating me, I literally told them, I said, do you guys want my life? Do you really want my life? I told them, I said, do you want my life? You obviously do. Because the way you're, you're not seeing all these, this effort that I'm putting in, and it's just, it's just going to dust. But it's because Black women are supposed to give their lives to wh- whoever, no matter what. That's what we're expected. We're, project- we're supposed to be, we're projected as, or portrayed as like, you got it, girl. Like, I'm like, I'm still a human being. I'm still, and I break down, but we're supposed to be able to take everything under the chin. That's that shit. Everything. <laughs> and I'm gonna let you know, I ain't taking shit under the chin. Right. So how do you get, okay, so the other day, my boss is gonna tell me that I'm gonna be mm-hmm. at my job forever. Cause I've been at my job for six years. I'm 25 now. I've been at my job since I was 19. And she was like, you're going to be here forever. And it really like, it kind of like stung a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be here forever. I don't know if you want to be at your jobs forever, but how do you get, like, how do you see yourself in the future while still having to work in the present? How do you do that? That's like literally, I feel like, work I used to work at a hair store in Grand Mart okay. on 35th and Camelback that job really like humbled because when I say I was consumed and these people who've had this store for decades I don't even know decades a decade and they're not educated on these products yet they like it's expected of me to learn about all these products got me really hot and I'm just like, I, I was there for like two years and mentally I was just like, I'm drained. Like there's no purpose. And there's times like I feel stuck. As yep. much as I want to leave, I still feel stuck because of the financial aspect of it, of yep. helping my family. And yep. I'm like, my mom, she's worked at this job for almost a decade. Yeah. And I'm like, you hate this. What are you doing? You hate this You job. almost see that being your reality. You're like this could possibly be me. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying... No, no, literally. And I'm like, I don't want to be like this. I don't. And people are like, do you like your job? I'm like, it's not my career. It's my job. It's paying me. Because if it wasn't paying me, I wouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Girl. 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 But that's how I felt. It was an experience that was just like... I can say that was a, a, a traumatic experience just due to the fact that like, everyone was just going to me. I was the go-to person. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, why isn't everyone, I'm like, am I not, like you said, do you want my, like, do you just want me to die? Like, end my life? <laughs> because why are you coming only to me and you hired all these girls? Why aren't they not being educated? Yep. I'm not a manager. I'm not getting paid as much for me to educate them or to train them. Therefore, yep. why are you asking me? I'm getting the same pay rate as they are exactly i think that's what that's what got me stressed yeah no a hundred percent i a hundred percent understand what you're fucking saying and mm-hmm. like the thing is that i always tell myself to just uh to dress up at my job mm. i go to my job with a beat face even though i have to wear the mask um and at least not only make the best out of that situation, but dress up as if I'm dressing up for here, the podcast or YouTube. And you're doing it for you, right. Yeah, like almost trick my brain. I literally have to live like a delusional life. I've been living a delusional life for a minute now. (laughs) So let me ask you this. How did the podcast come about? 
like now that I just know you were working at this job for six years yeah so how did it what what got you like I'm gonna do it even though you feel stuck yeah so the thing is is that I've always been a talker and I mm-hmm. asked so many questions girl mm-hmm. like just like we're doing right now like this these questions would have been asked whether you like like whether we were here or not <laughs> It literally would. If we were kicking it, I would have asked you the same questions. So that, like, that's one thing. Everyone has always told me, like, like that I'm too nosy. Everyone in my life, mm. I'm nosy. My mom said, that, <laughs> yeah, like, my mom said that when I was a baby, they used to do this one thing to where I would, I would be hold, like, my mom would be holding me in her arms, and they'd be like, okay, come into the room and be like, girl, guess what I just found out. And so they would do that. Like my aunt would come in, like, girl, guess what I just found out? And girl, I'm a newborn. I'm days old. And my mom said, I'd be like, like, what, what did you just find out? Like, you know, (laughs) what's going on? So, and I don't know if you've, you, you feel this way, but like everything you're doing now, you've always been practicing. Like, and that's what I'm about to tell you, girl. I feel like you need to practice more with your intuition. There's a reason why you're nosy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly that's why that's, that's exactly why I, I was like okay girl what are you good at and I was like oh, I'm not good at this I'm not good at this. I'm good at asking questions connecting with people opening people up and being nosy but all of my life it's been shamed like it is yeah mm-hmm. same no, with you it's not supposed to be shamed no the thing is I'm not nosy I'm just curious. Does that present? Okay, I, I can say, yeah, I can say I'm curious. I'm curious, but I've been called nosy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you've been called nosy, but you're curious. And that's where, like I say, I always preach this. Like, I became more aligned with my emotions and, like, more like, hey, this ain't. I feel like that's what you, that's what the traits that you have that you're still practicing or still working on and you're not realizing it. Maybe later in sessions with your therapist, that's something that you're just going to become more aligned with and, and just being more woke. Once you, once you literally, what does that say? Master that trait. It's over. Cause you're going to be like, what? You're going to, you're going to be so woke. I'm excited for you. I'm I'm excited for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm excited for you. Yeah. Like, and I just think that like, I was watching this my this one video that my cousin sent me, mm-hmm. and I guess at one of I don't really 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 remember it, but one of our daycare performances, I like ran the whole thing. I, I put together the performance of the High School Musical performance too. <laughs> Period. Yeah, I, I was Gabriella, of course, and uh, <laughs> not even Monica. <laughs> And exactly. And um, there was a part where I'm like directing people around and you see me pointing, girl, I'm like 11 and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm pointing people to get backstage and do all this. And there's no sound because it was on one of them flip, like, uh, do you remember those video flip things? Girl, I was too broke. Not not a camcorder. Almost like that, but it was like, I can't remember. I think, I think it was called flip, like a flip. And it mm-hmm. had no sound. And I was like, oh, shit. 
Like, I've been doing this. I've been out there. You've been built for this. Yeah. But social media wasn't <laughs> out then. And you mm-hmm. aren't comparing yourself. You're not saying, am I not good enough? And stuff like that. You're just doing it. You're just doing it out yeah. of love. And, and just because you want to do it. And that's You're cool. free-spirited in sense. So I was reading your blog today and you were talking about... Um, going to ASU is that still in the works is that still in the plans maybe one day maybe soon what yeah so recently um was it October yeah it was October I withdrew from my classes um because okay. I was like this year I, I I did a lot I graduated I turned 21 I traveled I got a like apartment I did too many oh. I got an apartment yeah, yeah, no, so I did so many things that I was just like, okay, let me just add school on it, you know, and realizing school ain't, school going to always be there. I think what drew the line was when ASU decided to charge me five grand for two classes. I think that's what I was like, that's a reach. <laughs> and I'm like, you're, you're trying and it, it consumed me. I was crying. I'm like, I'm, I'm juggling two jobs and I'm crying, literally missing all these works and that's not me. And that's not who I am. Therefore, I'm wasting money and time and energy. So I was like, I'm done. You'll, you'll be revisited in 2021 of this summer. I'm going back to school. I have a free space to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, um, I could definitely feel you on that. Um, so do you think that school is something you would want even if like, even when, I'm not saying if, even when mm-hmm. your blog pops off and it's big time, do you think that that's still an accomplishment that you want to tally off? Yeah. Yeah, just okay. due to the fact that that's something I could fall back on. Okay. Like, if, if for instance, I want to go to law school and I have a communications major, I can go to law school. You know what I mean? Just little things like that. I feel like it's so beneficial for me personally to fall back and more so, like, me getting into PR and advertising and marketing and directing it's more so like I I'm curious I want to know more therefore I am going to utilize it and and get to know more by going to school but it's so fucking annoying how school is so damn expensive girl for no reason it makes me so hot for a reason but for no reason (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And I always suggest people to start with community college and work your way up from there. I just yep. graduated this December with my yes, yeah, journalism and Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, girl, I'm going to transfer, whatever. And then I started looking and calculating and the way that math going, girl, the numbers is going up. I was shook. I was so shook and I'm like, okay, I know some schools, they do offer you to finish your bachelor's at the school, but it's like, like for what? Like, why do you have to be more expensive when I just transferred? And to be fucking frank, like I got a jump head start more than anybody who didn't transfer and just got a Talk I'm sick. Talk to me. So sick. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is a hundred percent true. I had a journalism class, which I'm sure you you you've taken, mm-hmm. and it was so refreshing because uh, my my professor was a journalist, and she actually covered uh, the 9/11, like shit. Oh. Yeah, when 9/11 was going on, 
and um, was happening. And we did a part where we had, we had the green screen, the whole thing. And we took a story that I wrote and I was the broadcaster and it was on, ah! uh, yeah, it was cool, but I was so nervous. And I don't know um, how many people have felt this way, but I felt like I didn't belong because I wasn't like a rich kid or even middle class. Poor as fuck. Let's get it real. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> I'm working. A lot of these students aren't working or maybe working like some bullshit ass, like part time. Or they're forced. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee jaw. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. I, I'm not good enough. These kids know what they want. They've always known what they wanted. It's always been a plan for them to go to college. And this is just, and I don't fit in. I did the uh, broadcasting thing and mm -hmm. homegirl was just going crazy about me and not to me. She, I mean, she, she gave me compliments, but yeah, yeah. other people like the next semester, I had people coming up to me like, Oh, we just watched you today. She said that you want to do this. Aww. And I was like, but all that time you're in your head. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally that's literally how it is like being in your I feel like there there's pros and cons to being within your head yeah. because there's times where you just don't know how to calculate or just like what to do with that I don't know we're all trying to figure it out because at the end of the day we only have one brain <laughs> yeah we don't know what it has in store for us yeah. and not to and not to compare yourself because your situation yeah what you've got going on is so um, important and you could use it. Even though mm -hmm. they might make you feel like you can't because when you go on these, um, and that's before like Angela Rye was really big and um, Simone Sanders. So black yep. women, fit black women, period, that look similar to me. That was before I really knew who they were. I was only seeing some blonde head ass white girls. I'm saying because where the hell did I was like, where were these gems hiding at? Yeah. Cause I Literally. can't sit here and talk like this all day. I can't do it. I'm wearing my braids, my nose rings and my nails. I'm coming. That kind of makes me happy because literally don't you notice when you're watching news growing up, who was the face of it? Ain't no one black girl that was literally what some braids if anything if they're black they're very like permed relaxed hair very and there's nothing wrong with that by the books though. but it's not me exactly by the book there's no one with natural hair coming out boom and looking like us like how black women i wouldn't say how black women look but how a lot of black women look and it's um, it's because it's very like oh they have these expectations. They try to project whatever the westernized is onto how black. I know we're westernized as well, but like mm -hmm. that's not how we are. Yeah. Therefore, what what was the problem? I feel like I think the first person that I saw on TV, I was like, oh my gosh, I could be a broadcast. Was Whoopi Goldberg on The View? Really? I love yeah. Whoopi. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that was the first person. I'm like, okay. So there is, there is a, and I feel like from there, it just started evolving. 
Yeah. Because who else? I'm trying to think who else. I don't think I anyone else. I know Tara Banks, but I mean, I know Tara Banks is like light skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, but like. But not like woke. We should talk about woke situations. I mean, <laughs> my sis was, my sis was ahead of her time. Keyword, her time. You know what I mean? But like looking back, she was wilding a little bit. But yeah, like I, I can completely relate with you about Whoopi Goldberg too. Like she was not only successful, but really looks true to herself. Physically looks true to who she is because they could throw a wig on her if they wanted Girl. to. Right. Or if she, if I she never, allowed them yeah. to. Yeah. They could yeah. Throw yeah. Wig on her. And then from there, that's when Michelle came into play and more res- representation. I feel like that's when like, America realized, okay, like there's no, they have no business blackfishing actors onto movies. No, get a fucking black actor. We're right here. We're right here. (laughs) Yeah. Talented, if not more talented than who you're choosing. Mm -hmm. We're right here. And I think that actually could circle back to what we were talking about as far as like Arizona and having creatives Mm -hmm. out here, like, where you and I are a representation of some of the girls that are coming up in Arizona that aren't seeing black girls from Arizona doing anything. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying doing anything. I shouldn't say do anything. I should say be in the space of wanting to to do podcasting, blogging and stuff like that. Like there's a wonder. Yeah, no, literally. And that's something I'm, I'm excited for. And I'm like, I can't wait to see these black creatives. If anything, like, I feel like the generation that's upcoming, I want to say we're still in that generation yeah. that our black creatives are sh- like my sister. She's a, a arts major, right? When I took her to her dorms, rarely saw any black girls in art. And I'm like, we it's need not- more black girls in art. What's going on? And I'm, that's what's something I'm so excited about. Because I'm like, they're going to evolve and now they're going to see us. and it, Right? So that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. And I think it's bittersweet. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> One day we're going to be the Whoopies, the Tyra Banks. And right. stuff like that. God willing, please, Lord, Jesus, get me out of this job. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like one day that's what, what we're gonna be and that's funny that you say that because I have a little sister too she's just turned 18 and mm-hmm. my main focus when with her and I's relationship is her seeing me make something positive do something positive with my life right, right. and be fearless when doing that and act- enjoying like, it almost trying to be her Tyra Banks or her Whoopi or her, you know what I mean? Like to, to see someone doing something be like, all right, I can do it. And that's all, that's all I, I really. I feel like you're, you're more encouraging of it for her to not get into our situations where we felt so stuck in our jobs. Exactly. Stuck in your job. I think that's what it is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or like, cause I tell her, cause she was, she wanted to quit her job. And I told her, I said, pimp that job out. Pimp that bitch out. Take every dime that you make and put it towards the benefits your benefits. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pimp that job out. Use it for what it's worth. Because if you're yep. gonna if you're gonna be miserable doing it, you might as well take that paycheck and <laughs> put it towards what you want to do. Girl, that's how I feel. I'm like, I have like 
family members who are wanting to evolve within the hair business. Okay. I worked at Grandmark for two years. I already know how it works out. I okay. got you. Like you said, pimp the fuck out of it. Exactly. And I'm going to, you, you just network and you just peep it and exactly. see how you're going to put it into work. Exactly. So that's very true. However, however you can fit in, you try to wiggle your way in. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and it works out. It'll work out in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I am going to, we're going to wrap this up right now. Uh, thank you yeah. so much for joining me. I almost <laughs> forgot that we were recording, girl. I thought we were Me, okay. girl. Me too. <laughs> I hope I didn't say nothing. All right. So where can they find you? Uh, yeah. Yes. Plug, plug all you got. Yes. Okay. So where you can find me? Mainly on Instagram, to be honest. I am still trying to, you know, work with Facebook a little. I don't know. Facebook's kind of a little outdated, but everyone uses Instagram more. And from freaking two-year-olds to 100-year-olds are utilizing it. So follow me on Instagram. Um, my blog, Sylvia Next Door, and my name is kind of complicated. I need to, I need to I'd be more professional with my username, but it's Sylvia S I L V S I L V E E Y A. Yeah, I can't yeah, even spell. You, it. Yeah, you can also <laughs> go to just www.sylvianextdoor.com. Sylvia Next Door. Yep, and just subscribe and be on the lookout for those newsletters that I am going to put into use more. There's a lot in store that I just want to ship heal, but circling back to let my work, you know, speaks for itself. And I'm excited for you guys to, you know, see that. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, you so much for Thank having you. me here. I, girl, I'm so, I, I'm subscribed. I don't know about y'all, but I'm subscribed. <laughs> All right, you <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate everybody. Please follow me on Instagram at always Asia with two A's at the end. Uh, Asia, my queen on YouTube. This will be on YouTube as well. So I'm really excited about that. Um, always Asia on all, everywhere you could platform. You, you listen to podcasts and um, hope everybody has a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>